you have officially been cleared for communication with the Is It Safe podcast. Your contacts code names are Luke. Is uh, James Woods ever in a movie where he plays a scumbag, or, or where he first of all is he ever in a movie where he doesn't play a scumbag? And then, in two part question, is he ever in a movie where he doesn't actually just express his own real thoughts? Mike. Danny, I think you're just fucking with me again with this dreamy, idealistic, hopeful, hey, what if we actually had control for a minute? You son of a bitch. (laughs) You got us good, Danny. I am a sucker for shit like that, and I can see what you're trying to do here, but in the end, I'm not going to play this game. And Scott. It's almost as insane as coming out as gay as coming out as atheist in the NFL or these sports. I mean... Mm. How many people have come out as gay in the NFL? Like two, three, five? I mean, it's probably about the same numbers as someone who's willing to say they're atheist. The In The Safe Talk Show is live. Yes, it's Thursday. We usually record Wednesday, and this one will be brief. But hey, isn't something better than nothing? In fact, that's the debate we're having right now as we go live on the air with myself, Scott, and Luke. Is it better to burn out? And to fade away? What's the real answer here? Yeah. I, man, I would like to say that I'm, I, I aspire to be more of the burnout, but in reality, there's, there's a lot of beta that resides in me. And I would probably (laughs) have to admit that fading away is more likely for me. Uh, Yeah, see? I wouldn't. I wouldn't go out that way. I, that's uh, that wouldn't be me. Yeah, I, I would probably be the guy that just slowly crawled into my grave on a day off of work and just found a nice, <laughs> cozy corner of of my my deathbed and and you know, just give me a just give me a pillow and a and a light linen top sheet uh, to take with me into the afterworld. Okay, well, so what we thought we'd do, we got about 25 minutes, is we're going to do your emails. We have three of them today. We had some other stuff planned, but we'll do that next week, and we'll do a full episode, we promise. But as we said, I think something is better than nothing. So you guys let us know if that's the case or not. Let's get right into it with Danny. Danny Bennett is the first emailer of the day. We have three emails. Danny says, hello, congrats on 69 episodes. My bad for the what would you do if you won the lottery question. <laughs> let's let's turn on the cynicism. What is more damaging to our current culture? The fact that so many are engaged in social media platforms and digital discourse, or the fact that so many motherfuckers are not only wearing Crocs, but bragging about their Crocs, adding pieces of flair to their Crocs, unironically incorporating them into their outfits and widespread croc usage is not frowned upon, but somehow encouraged. Exponential croc usage. Exponential croc usage is the truest illustration of our cultural demise, right? Mm, No, I think it's more. That's just more about comfort. But they do have croc. Croc fucking nuts exist. You know, like the car truck nuts. They make nuts for crocs. What? Dude, it's a real thing. You have, you have nuts, nuts, you're saying. nuts on your shoes. <laughs> croc nuts, dude. You have, oh, yeah, look at that. Google croc nuts. It comes up immediately. Croc nuts, Amazon. Go straight to Amazon. Oh, look at this shit. 
Look at those. Look at you know, those. I just. <laughs> I just forgot we were talking about before the show. Uh, so Scott was Scott does this thing where he Googles his friends or people he knows, and he decided <laughs> to do Luke, uh, who's if you don't know Luke, I can bleep out his last name. It's fine. But uh, we found what did we find, Scott? <laughs> uh, Luke, do you see that? Please be. The please link? be. Do, do you see the link there? Please keep. It yeah. Do you see the link? What the fuck are you talking see the link? about? No, I don't I, see a I link. Google, I Googled you. Here we go. Oh, there God. Go. I don't see a link. There's a all. link in the private chat. There you go. It's in the private chat. Oh, there it is. Yeah. No. Oh, the Zola one. Yeah. The wedding. <laughs> one. Yeah. Your your first your first Google hit uh, lists you as, you know, what a job title acts at company. Y. You know, and then your second search is a Twitter that obviously has a bunch of dust on it and you haven't engaged with since 2013. And the third mm -hmm. search is this is you and Kristen's Zola website. And I was wow, dude, I have to admit, man, I, I spent at least seven minutes looking at <laughs> pictures of your beautiful ass between 2000, 2009 and 2000. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. You know what? That that first the very first picture on there, that is literally the day I met Kristen. And that's all because of Mike. It's amazing. Son of a that's bitch. That's literally, literally Mike's show at the uh, Berkeley front. Uh, it is. If it wasn't, if it wasn't for him, uh, would have never met Kristen to begin with. Uh, the old back that's when, weird. back when the Berkeley front had some some balls and some grime on it. That's know? right. Oh, Mike, your band <laughs> yeah. was great. Was that the last? It was the first and last show. Isn't that what you said? It was the first. Yes, that's right. We waited a year to Men play, and that was our first and last show. <laughs> We're going to really practice for a year. And then we play one and done. And that became kind of a routine for me over the next few years. It was good. It was good, though. You guys were good. It was a good. It was, it was good music, man. You, it was fun. We had some talent. You're a great front man. There. You're one of my uh, favorite front men of all time. I wasn't the front man for that band, though. But you weren't. Wait, yeah. hold on. Who was the front man? Was, who was Travis singing? was. Holy shit. I actually That's played right. guitar That's and drums right. in that band. That's right. Me and, That's one right. song, me and Jimmy switched, and Jimmy played guitar and I played drums. But otherwise, I played guitars. The first time I did that in a band, it was a risk for me, and I'm glad I got to try it. So, no regrets. Wow, that's amazing. And, uh, yeah, I'm sorry if anybody, you know, yeah. I, j I just had forgotten. You guys have been in so many bands together that... Oh, yeah. I a lot of had forgotten that you you weren't the singer of that band. But, I'd yeah. pimply ass in here and say hi to the guys. That's, yeah, it was. You know, it what? was a lot of fun to do that. That was a good band. Was fun, yeah. A lot of talented people. And Berkeley Front's always great. But all these pictures, there's so much creativity. I'm so impressed. I was telling Scott, I'm like, I feel like a lot of this was uh, the impetus of these pictures and these efforts were not yours, but. <laughs> oh, you gave me actually. You gave me the camera. As a matter of fact, you said, "Here's a camera. Take as many pictures as you possibly can tonight." and oh. give it back yeah, that's, so yeah that's what all this of the is pictures, also that 2009 period so yep, back we're talking of, about the apartment on last week's show that's right this all is of the pictures of from that night are your camera how about that uh, early yeah. days of digital cameras before you had all these yes. cameras just on your phones yeah. people still cared about digital cameras in 2009 it was a big deal and it was a very popular thing to have so i took a million yeah. very stupid pictures that you probably fucking never leave want to see again. a week you're weak I would love to see some of those photos, personally. You got them. But that's just me. Hey, you've got them all. I don't know where the fuck they are right now. I'd have to dig deep. Actually, <laughs> the reason the reason this also came up is because I told Scott that I found a Dropbox that I didn't even know existed. 
with pictures in it from six years ago when we went to see Pearl Jam at Wrigley Field. And there was our friend Chad was in there. I was like, oh, my God, Chad was there. I truly had no memory that he was there at all. That was just kind of like it kind of uh, you know explains where I was at that time. I was still kind of trying to get Maybe. clean, get fucked up. It, oh, it was a weird trip. And I, I didn't appreciate the show as nearly as much as I should have been because I was in this depressed state of trying to get off opioids and get back on and back and forth. So I I mean, it was Wrigley Field. We stayed in Wrigleyville. We saw Pearl Jam there. It's supposed to be this legendary night. It was also our birthday, me and Jerry, my friend Jerry. Shout out to him. So it was like a big weekend for us. And I forgot Chad was there. And I forgot these pictures existed on a Dropbox on the Internet. So it just made us wonder, what other pictures are out there on the Internet? And that's how we got to you and all your uh, your wedding photos. That's uh, yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for looking me up. It's very, it's insanely uncomfortable. But isn't it uncomfortable to know that? But you know what's what's funny is like what's funny is the thing that I should be most proud of. I'm most uncomfortable about, which is my, um, which is which is my like honors thesis that you know used used to be that like when I googled myself, that would come up, be like my honors thesis about the Supreme Court, and. I was proud of that, and then I get kind of read it like five years later, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is the worst thing I've ever read in my oh, life. Oh, actually, that that's search number four. That's right underneath you. Good God. Well, yeah. don't read it. Don't even bother reading it. It's, oh, uh, I'm clicking on it as we speak. Okay, cool. Yeah, I hope I hope you've got the attention the span uh-huh. for. I'm your wingman. Okay. Hope you got it. I hope you have the attention what? span for 112 pages you sure of you want to do like this? just nonsense. Man, well, I dig it. I kind of want to read the whole fucking thing. We're going to have to do that next show, though. Go for it. Let's table that. Write that down for next time. I want want you to write that down for next time, John Scott, because I think that would be interesting. Mike, Uh, a a Google search of you just just brings up someone else who I'm sure you. Oh, yeah. The guy who uh, won the Oscar for the best animated short last year. Ah, Yeah, (laughs) that's right. I forgot about that. (laughs) Same name. Holy shit. Michael yeah. G is an American film director. Mike, this is a good thing. You'll never ever show up in a Google search. How fucking awesome is that? Yep. Check this out. No, ch- to have wait, wait. that level of anonymity is amazing. Check this out. Michael Govier's favorite film at 12 years old was Citizen what? Kane. What? Yeah, that's Reese Witherspoon <laughs> saying my name. Michael Govier's favorite film at 12 years old was Citizen Kane. <laughs> Holy. It's, and it blows she my is, mind every time. And she's in one of your all-time favorite movies. Uh, no question. Election. I do. Absolutely. That's correct. Uh, I also first loved her in Freeway, a 1996 film that's basically a Red Riding Hood allegory. So, uh, sure is. Man, it's really gross. She was, oh, yeah. <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland really Kiefer Sutherland just lets that. it go in that one. And they I basically, it's a, it's, it's kind of like a ableist, just a horrendous attack on just the anybody that has like a hair lip. You know, like, isn't yeah, that kind of, uh, yeah. that was yeah. really fucking sick. Well, the whole thing was sick. I mean, there's just way more fucked up shit than that, but. Michael so Govier's favorite film at 12 years old was Citizen Kane. Really? What's, 12 years old? That's, that's very intense to watch Citizen Kane. Yeah, I'm fucking intense, Reese. What can I tell you? All right. Shit. So. That's amazing. Yeah. Man, Michael I, I Govier, think I'm more, I'm just as anonymous as you. Also, yeah. Great. That's great news. I'm happy for you. But let's go well, back to these Crocs. Any final comments on these Crocs? Does no one care? Maybe that's we already answered the question because nobody said anything. Well, I just wanted um, the world to know that Croc nuts exist, but obviously social yep. media is more, <laughs> of, a, they more do. of a problem than Croc nuts. 
They do, heads. but I, I can't even imagine the kind of person walking around in Crocs with Croc nuts on the back because uh, I think of Mario Batali immediately. Uh oh, world world renowned uh, sexual harasser, sexual harasser, and total piece of shit walking around these fucking Crocs because I honestly don't think he knows how to tie shoes, so he just puts Crocs on. I just picture him with those fucking truck nuts on or crock nuts and that is that's what he would have been wearing leaving the courthouse after they exonerated him you're right about that fair enough yeah. i think that says so, it all that's an exoneration that's an exoneration tassel you just you put that on the back of your crocs after you've been exonerated from uh, all the all sorts of uh, sexual uh, impropriety I don't follow the conventions of like typical fashion, but I'd never wear Crocs. I never have. I have no interest in wearing them. They don't look uh, comfortable to me, I guess. is really I'm all about comfort more than anything. I'll wear socks with flip-flops or sandals because I don't give a fuck. They don't I even don't... look comfortable. It's plastic. No, they don't. It's garbage. They look, awful. They look they like look, shit. They look so fucking stupid. I hate them. I fucking hate them. They I need mean, you're to be... a grown man. You asked me. I'm telling you. Yeah, if there you're you a grown man wearing Crocs, uh, jump into a river right now and fucking yeah, it's kill over. yourself. So over. It's over. <laughs> <you>. <laughs> All right, concur. so yeah, you're no, you're not allowed anymore. You're not allowed anywhere. Uh, no t-shirt, also, no shoes, no, no fucking Crocs. You're not allowed. That's right. Wow. Wow. Also, dude. 69 as a sex position, underrated, properly rated, or overrated. Later, boners. Danny B. Fucking. I gotta tell you. Six nine is terrible. Man, I hate it. I can't Fucking remember last overrated. time. I, I can't remember last time I did one. Uh, you do it when you're experimenting after you like learn about porn and you first have your sexual experiences. <laughs> like, ultimately, oh, let's, yeah. let's do this. Let's smell each other's assholes. It's yeah, and ultimately, <laughs> you you wanna you wanna be on the bottom. I feel like as a dude, uh, but as anybody, women, dudes, you wanna be on the bottom. <laughs> then yeah. one day I was driving my little boy to school and I saw this quote by Walt Whitman it was painted on the wall there it said be curious not judgmental that's right when you're that's doing a 69 kinda, uh, be curious not judgmental if you guys yeah, ever being, been being topside is terrible you, you ever been locked in the heat of battle whatever the position and you just kind of think of shit like that you know you just think of random quotes by Walt Whitman or whatever yeah, I mean, it happens, not, right? That's pretty you, common, right? Where you're just, that might be, you might be bored. You might be getting bored. I'm just going to say that. I'm going to throw that out there. So? Not, that, uh, okay. not that that's uh, happening not, today. So this, is, this, is, this, of course, was a hypothetical. Of when course not, it was. And I thought this not, happened a long time ago. That was my assumption. Dude, when you're not trying to bust, it's always look. It's always thinking about baseball, Walt mm -hmm. Whitman, uh, Karl Marx, or... <laughs> Any of the other uh, super unsexy uh, heroes of our lifetimes. Nobody thinks about their mom to really kill it. That's Good God! Oh, that would kill it. God. I mean, that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah, but then you mix, yeah, then you much. mix her up, then you mix her up in that like little fucking disgusting bird's nets oh, um, sexuality that you've got. Right, in head. you're right. It's it's happened. You're right. Yeah. I'll give you credit. You, on that. Now, now you now you've connected your 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 synapses together. Like now, totally categorically irrelevant. Now yeah, that's possible. Right. It's going to pop up accidentally, and that's what you don't want. Oh boy, the it's got to be something be totally different. It has to be something totally different. Yeah, I man. seriously can't remember an op uh, doing a sixty-nine though, Scott. I don't even remember even doing it once. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've been engaged in that act, and it's completely and 
utterly overrated. I don't do requests. It's terrible. Yeah. It, I'm sure Arnold's been in the, the last dumbest... 69s, though. Oh, oh, 100%. it's just dumb. It's just but, try hard bullshit. But for Arnold, he's just hold, he just holds people up. It's different. Yeah, that's different. It's different. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely not on top because he would crush every woman he was ever with. So yeah. Uh, well, honestly, that that would be pre- preferable, I think. Oh, absolutely. And they completely goddamn disrespected yeah. me, little idiots, idiots. Yeah. All right, let's get to it. Is, it is the Fox worst. Ticking. It's it is the worst position. Just just for it is just the worst. For the record. I completely it's the, agree. It's the fucking worst. It's so fucking stupid. It's let's, terrible. Let's not move. Let's not move too quickly. We're, I, I can. I'm going to go over, and we're going to split the difference here. So, oh, Fine. what do you mean? He's well, given yeah. us an extra five, at least. Oh, okay, if good. Not, yeah, that's not, fine. Either way, this is still going to be. Hey, we're advertising can, as a short show. Can just take a breath. And fucking wait. Oh. Everyone can wait their turn for me. <laughs> wow, dude. Wow, dude. All right, exactly. so speaking of the worst, next email is from Brian. Bill Maher is definitely not capitalized the worst. And this goes back to the discussion Ooh, that me and Luke, we had a slight argument not, last week. Oh. Me, not the worst? We, you and I, we debated this last week right. briefly, so I'm, I assume that Brian's going to bring this up. Hello, Safe Pod Talk Show. No, who would be? Jesus fucking Rob, Christ. Maher is not the worst. He's an asshat who thinks he's cooler and smarter than everyone else. Mm-hmm. But he's not the worst. There's plenty of fuckwads that also put on their legitimacy suit and go on TV and spew far worse shit with actual consequences in the actual world. What happens when Mar says stupid shit or has on terrible people? A jackhole hijacks Mars' position at a party to seem like they're a reasonable Democrat who seems merit in some conservative thoughts on identity politics. That's it. An insufferable liberal becomes more insufferable. Whoop-de-fucking-do. If if Chet Holmgren goes to OK... Oh, he's switching gears here. So if you want to comment quickly. (laughs) Well, I'll comment very quickly. Uh, Yeah, he's totally right. Uh, Sometimes I forget that Bill Maher is completely irrelevant. (laughs) Okay, good. Yeah, it's like not it's like not getting upset. We haven't bagged on Seinfeld in a while. It's like it's like not it's like (laughs) Seinfeld's so irrelevant. Like, who cares? Like, he's just not important enough to even matter. (laughs) You're right. We haven't bagged on Seinfeld in a while. Those fucking scumbags, those fucking libtards, they don't even care. They're just nothings. They don't give a fuck about any of us. Fuck Larry David, fuck Jerry Seinfeld. There it is. Did I do it right? Yeah. I thought I did a pretty good job. All right, next part from Brian's email. If Chet Holmgren goes to OKC with the second pick, Luke, I'm filling in this now. This is NBA talk, okay? Doesn't matter. You guys talk about this. If Chet Holmgren goes to OKC with the second pick, OKC will go to the playoffs in 2023. SGA and Josh Giddy, and then add an alien like Holmgren? Yup. You heard it here first. Not that any of you care at all, but I just wanted a record somewhere that I made this proclamation. Well, me and Scott care. We, we like the NBA. We're NBA people, I think, right? Yeah, I'm into it. I'm going to tune in for, you know, 25 minutes of the draft tonight. Why not? Yeah, we never really covered... Uh, Cade Cunningham's first year. How did you think it went? I thought it was uh that was pretty solid. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, he's great. He's a he's a leader, and you know, not just because he put fucking buffs on on draft night or whatever, any of that other happy horseshit for the fans, <laughs> the, you know, but he's a dude we can uh, get behind. He's six eight, he's long, he's he's a smart 
He's smart. Yeah, there we go. Danny would have. See, we we need to invite Danny on the show so he can go completely just. He could just be a fucking volcano of NBA knowledge. Ooh, Danny, I didn't know you had it in you. But this song by John Tesh kicks ass. Hell yeah, man. I mean, top this theme song. This is one of the best sports intro theme songs of all time. I got to give John Tesh full credit. Yeah, he deserves it. The song rips. <laughs> I didn't learn it was John Tesh till at least like 2010, I think. It didn't. Yeah. It wasn't a known thing to me back in the day. Genius, genius, genius. Okay, all right. Well, I love that song, but we don't have time to just listen to that for hours. I could. I really could. But uh, NBA draft-wise, yeah, Chet Holmgren, though, they say he's too small. I mean, he's big in terms of length, but he's not thick, so he's not big. He's lanky, and he's skinny as fuck, and that's the concern. But he could grow. He's only 19 years old, so, you know. He he does look a little brittle, but he's got the highest upside. Uh, You know, again, I'm just... I'm just plagiarizing what people that know a lot more about this <laughs> shit have said, but he does That's look funny. like he does look like a seven foot tall spider, and he does need <laughs> he does need to to gain weight. But he his upside is immense. He could be an alien. He could be the next, you know, just superstar in the NBA because you just don't see it. You just don't see that shape of a human being doing the things that he's capable of so he's not you sir he's not going to be there with uh for the pistons everyone kind of agrees that they're four four good to great players and of course the pistons have picked five so they got screwed yeah this is the lottery now you don't get the same breaks that you used to if you play like shit you don't get a guaranteed number one pick and i like that i do enjoy it it makes it more competitive. So, all right, that's enough. We want to include Luke in the show. So, sorry, Brian. I would love to talk more about this, but uh, I'm going to tell you now, get my shot on record because we're about four hours away, three hours away from the actual NBA draft. Two hours away? Um, first pick of the draft will be Chad Holmgren to the Magic, not OKC. Sorry, buddy. And then uh, last part of Brian's email, watched Hustle over the weekend. Loved it. Oh, I know Hustle. That's the Jennifer Lopez stripper movie. Oh, no, wait, this is the new Hustle. That's the one. Hustlers. Yeah. Oh, the, that was Hustlers. The Sandler, the Sandler movie. My bad. He's yeah, talking that was about, Hustlers. no, I think he, I think he's talking about striptease. No, he's, talk, he's talking about the new movie with Adam Sandler called Hustle. My I did bad. Hear, I did hear it was fantastic. I haven't I seen it yet, but I heard it was fantastic. I heard it's solid. Yeah. I actually, last night I watched, I can't believe this is true, but I'll tell you this. This is truth. This is a true story in my life, so I can't lie about it. I had never seen the movie... Pixels, I watched that last night. So, never even heard with, of it. The one with Pac-Man and Pac-Man and shit, like the yeah Adam Sandler, the, Josh yeah. Gad, Peter Dinklage, like all people that I kind of rather enjoy, just in a shit movie. So, oh, you put them into a you put them into an industry gumbo and you just let them all simmer. <laughs> Peter Dinklage does the worst. This is really sad because I really respect Peter Dinklage, but he does a horrendous Southern accent. He tries to be this trailer trash mullet wearing motherfucker from the South, and he is not doing a good job of that. You constantly hear his British come through. It's horrible. And, you know, we always give so much shit to all these American actors who do terrible British voices. So for once, I'm standing up 
and giving some British actors some shit for not coming through on the American Southern accent. Well, you could have done you could have done a lot more work on everybody in the wire. Like you could have fucking uh, gone ham uh, on yeah. people. Like they're these British act. They just keep bringing them in. They must be way cheaper because they, they don't have they don't have they're not part of the same union. I don't think. So that's why they bring all these people people in. Like, why yeah. the fuck? Why the fuck do you got five fucking like British actors in The Wire? Does that make any sense? Oh, and shit. if you don't know, there there aren't ten actors in fucking Baltimore that could have pulled that shit off. <laughs> they always do that because it's all studio connected and like based on people it is, who know people. It is, and... but it's no. It comes down to money. It has to. They yeah, no, are it... getting they are getting cheap labor, but like they're getting it from these fucking like British is are they better actors like McNutty is he any better than any I think he's a fucking McNutty. shit I think he's a shit actor I don't think he's, he's, a, he's not great. a great actor no and he's got like a male arrogance but he's not a good actor he was, no, pretty not, he was hilarious he's just Rockstar. not good he doesn't translate shit. he was hilarious he, doesn't, he was I don't know man he he to me is <laughs> he's the call, most Scott. fucking milquetoast fucking actor <laughs> Ever that has a major oh, goddamn wow. role Here in we something. Go. Here we go again. We got. We need a hyperbole sounder. Oh, there you go. We need a hyperbole Luke. Luke sounder. just That'd going at Dominic West's throat that's, today. Oh, Dominic West. Yeah, that's that. That's his name. Well, it, uh, right. he, no, right. it's just it's a it's a process that I've been so pissed about for so fucking long. Every single thing that happens in the U.S., we put out a good show yeah. or something that actually is like super local. It matters. Now we've got like Go fucking. Tigers. All right, Oscar Isaac. He gets he gets props because he's part of. Uh, he's he was in. Uh, what was the show on HBO? Uh, the school. Oh, the, the uh, Show Me a Hero? Thank you. Show Me a Fucking Hero. The one hero. about Yonkers. Jesus That's a great miniseries. Right. I it's really phenomenal. That it's phenomenal. And he's great. However, why are we hiring these motherfuckers? They're plenty good with the BBC. They're fine. They're fucking fine. They've got like a perfect life. <laughs> Unfortunately, this shithole has more fucking leaks than the Iraqi Navy. Okay, let's finish Ryan's email. This is funny to try to do this show on a time-sensitive uh, matter. It's wild. Watched Hustle over the weekend. Loved it. Still doesn't overtake Above the Rim as my favorite basketball film, but it got pretty damn close. Okay. The NBA cameos are insane. Anthony Edwards talking mad trash will never get old. And Juancho, I don't know how to say this guy's name. It's J-U-A-N-C-H-O. But I don't think it's Juancho. I think it's Juancho. And Juancho can actually act a bit. My question is, what's your guys' favorite acting performance by a traditional non-actor, male or female? Arlie Ermey in full metal jacket is mm, mine. That's this a good a, that's one. A, that is a good oh, one. Oh, that's but he, so fucking solid. And he became an actor, though, which is funny, I guess. So. No, it, it, that's that's like the that's like one of the ultimate best ever a non-actor. Bullshit, I can't hear you. Sound off like you got a pair. He ultimately, of course, was immediately immediately uh, typecasted naturally, naturally. Oh hell, that, all that, the way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the best, the best one that I've ever seen from. Okay, the best one I've ever seen was uh, Bruno S from uh, Stroitzek. He was somebody that uh, Werner Herzog had discovered. 
as a he was he was literally playing he was playing instruments in like in an alleyway in Germany and Herzog discovered him uh, and decided that he should be in movies and he was in like three of his movies bullshit I can't hear you sound off like you got a pair yeah not to mention Klaus Kinski also non-actor that you know became well he, he became an insane, insanely uh, dedicated actor. Okay, he's a different situation altogether. Bruno S. Bruno S. That's my I've favorite. I've never seen that. Yeah, I've never seen that. Okay. You never Scott, seen you Stray You never saw no, Stray I haven't. Tech? I haven't. I haven't, I haven't seen everything. Fuck? I admit that. I admit it what freely. I don't fuck? know everything. I don't know what everything. What in the fuck? I haven't seen it. Oh, by the way, did you guys see the shirt behind me? Can you see this? Yeah, it looks like an alien. <laughs> Christ, man, this is a good... I think I'd like that. Richie? Yeah, there it is. That's right. That's good. Well, I got it, the says, shirt it, last night. it says it on the shirt. It says Richie. <laughs> yeah, with uh, there he is, our main man. Oh, my God. Why is he our main man? Why am I spacing out his name right now? What's wrong with me? Oh God! Uh, That's not Guy Ritchie. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not Guy Ritchie. God damn it! I got a T-shirt. Mike, Mike a made Guy a T-shirt, t-shirt for Guy yeah. Ritchie. Mike made a T-shirt for Guy Ritchie because uh, he oh, loves. I got it. Yeah, he no, loves it's... fucking King Arthur. Wow! Actually, dude. it's you know, Isai for the record, Morales. It's Isai Morales. That's who it is. It's from La Bamba. Rich Ritchie. Somebody sent me a shirt. Thank you very much for the shirt. It's fucking hilarious. It's an awesome shirt. Also, King Era. Arthur is fucking sweet. Oh my god! Here we go. Uh, John Scott, sorry, you you had somebody lined up. I, thought, I mean, I, that's a tough question. You know what comes to mind? The creepiest, definitely the creepiest acting performance was the dude that Lynch. I think it was like the lighting and set dressing guy that Lynch took off <laughs> Twin Peaks. Bob, remember fucking Bob in Twin Peaks? Yes. That shit was sure. terrifying. Oh, yes. Bob. And the dude was like, yeah, he was like a set designer lighting fucking guy or some shit. I would I would nominate that. That's a pretty strong one. And and a really a creepy one. I think. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's like great. No, that's great. That's a that's an amazing. Uh, and then you had suggestion. Shaq. You had Shaq and Shazam. Obviously, I mean, that that's funny. I actually, I got my answer, and I'm so glad I thought about it for a minute because I would have really kicked myself if I didn't come up with this one. Bullshit, I can't hear you. Sound off like you got a pair. Okay, sorry. I want to go with... <sighs> Boy, I don't remember his name, though, so this is unfortunate. He also died. But the dude who actually experienced the killing fields in 1984 is the killing fields. Mm. From Cambodia, yike! That yeah. he did amazing. He, I, I can't remember the. I'm not even remembering the entire story, but it's fucking incredible. He was, I think, he even got nominated for an Academy Award, and he had either lived it or his wife had died or some shit. Um, I got to look this up because it was really, really powerful, and I want to give him full credit. And he unfortunately got killed after all this. His life, he survived all that shit. He lived in New York City, and then he was shot and killed in a fucking stupid robbery attempt at a mugging in new york in the 90s <laughs> it's fucking all that shit and that's how yes, he goes man. out hang hang and your was, 
Was he was he doing the robbing or was he getting robbed? No, he killed. He was getting robbed. He was getting. Oh, robbed. that's the worst luck in history. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, what's his name again? Uh, it's. Yeah, uh, he's a Nagore. Well, he's a Cambodian. Yeah, refugee Nagore. Hang and Gore. Yep, that's him. So I mean, that's, that's right. incredible, Ingor, yeah. and it deserves. I got deserves yeah. props. He wasn't an actor uh, at all. Awful, and he. I mean, fucking, how did he do that? He fucking, li he lived this thing, and then he did a movie about it? How, how, I don't know how many people could do that. Dude, oh man, there was there was Battle of Algiers done by, uh, mm. Christ almighty, what the fuck is the guy's name? Um, well, I had it two seconds ago. Anyways, Battle of Algiers, like, they, <laughs> they recreated, they recreated multiple terrorist attacks with uh -huh. using using the same terrace the director was Gilo oh, Pontecorvo. Yeah, Pon Pontecorvo yeah Gilo Pontecorvo yeah uh that is astounding to me I don't even know how you would fucking approach that type of artistic endeavor I mean that's that's absolutely insane but wow uh also uh John Scott you you fell into the Mandela trap which is <laughs> Yeah, uh -oh. Shaq, Shaq was not in Shazam. He was in Kazam. 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 Yeah. That is He's Mandela. Not the app fuck. that tells you what song is playing. That's but a different everybody, app. Everybody, so. everybody thinks oh, he dude. was in Shazam. Everyone oh, thinks dude, he was gun, in Shazam. I don't want any more kids rolling around that bed tonight yeah. with the sick fucking hatred of me. I can't stand it. Damn. Yeah, Kazam. Good, good Kazam. call. Gun ahead, I would have. I would have said Shazam, absolutely. Uh, me too. Kazam, I, it, Kazam, it, it's, Kazam. So, it's so it's so easy. It feels so simple. <laughs> Don't forget Shaq Fu, by the way. Shaq Fu was a fucking great game, man, for the Sega Genesis. It's a doozy. <laughs> fucking legendary. But let me give full credit now to the one and only Hang S Nyor. He was a native of Cambodia before the war. He was a doctor and a medical officer in the Cambodian army. He became a captive of the Khmer Rouge. He was imprisoned and tortured by the Rouge. And in order to escape execution, he denied being a doctor or having an education. Somehow was able to move to the U.S. as a refugee in 1980. And though he had no formal acting experience, he starred in the Killing Fields in 1984. And he won the fucking Academy Award. I just thought he was nominated. He fucking just straight out won it. Good for him. He deserves that. So that's really cool, man. Why is I'm that not give him why credit? Is, why is that not one of like the historic... Oscar yeah, moments. Right? Why the fuck don't they keep bringing that out? They should be bringing that out every fucking year. Remember when like should, somebody yeah. fucking somebody fucking survived genocide <laughs> and then like <laughs> recreated it for you fucking dipshits? <laughs> and we're we're too. I'm just I'm just worried. I'm more worried about what Chris Hemsworth is gonna do next. That's that's what society wants to know. <laughs> Oh my God, that was well. Uh, said, Chris Luke. Hemsworth yeah, that, also like, survived survived the genocide of two weeks of not being at, uh, on anyone's radar uh, and not having <laughs> a lot of attention. He came yeah, to the, he came to the U.S. Yeah, he came he came to the U.S. and he was uh, he had his he had his uh, blazer rolled up his rolled up sleeves and nobody mm -hmm, yeah. paid him any attention for fourteen Awful. days wow. and then they gave him a movie. And then it was automatically yeah. put into fucking Star Trek. Ooh, Jesus fucking Christ. 
All right, uh, we got one more email I got to get to. That was uh, from Brian. Thank you, Brian, for your f- lovely thoughts and your emails as always. Mr. Pink checks in. Thanks for the news sources. I started to use them to keep me informed and engaged in current events. Well, shit, how about that, man? That's very... That's that's very nice and methodical. I appreciate that. The more you know. Yeah. The more you know. I need that one, too. Shit, okay, I got to write these down. So we need a sounder for Luke's hyperbole, and we need a more you know. (laughs) There's a lot of notes I got to take here. That old Luke smile. Yeah, there it is. That's always a good one. Good times with salad. So, uh, Mr. Mr. Pink, Mr. Pink. That Luke smile of his. He had it on his face right to the very end. Always has. Always will. Uh, That's, right. that you're uh, playing of- that. You are definitely playing that at my funeral. Uh, that is. This yeah, that's is, great. Luke's smile. This is me yeah. signing off. That. You're definitely going to outlive to me, so well, you're gonna, no, I won't be, be there. But no, here's the thing: it doesn't matter who outlives anyone. Uh, when I go, I'm gonna have that stupid fucking smile. So I want that played at my funeral. Aren't you gonna get cremated, or do we? Are you gonna have a ca- open casket and we can like kind of? I don't make, give a fuck. You know, I'll be dead. Do whatever the fuck you want. Their- yeah, dude, no. fucking... Dude, we can do dis- following the green movement, guys. We're doing shrouds, and we're going to be a no, part of the di- earth, all right? No, disarticulate my entire body. Turn it into whatever the fuck you want. I don't give a fuck. I'll be <laughs> exactly. dead. Okay, well, there it is. I'm dead. This is on the record. It's on the record, so... Absolutely, right. 100% on the record. Are you an organ donor? I don't know that anyone wants my organ. Oh, here's a here's organ. a fun thing about organ donors. Yeah, mine um, I'll, I'll give you guys. I'll give you guys a real quick uh, factoid. Every other country in the world, basically every other developed country... That does, of course, you know, healthcare and everything better than we do. Uh, it is an opt-out situation. So you are born as an or- organ donor, and you just opt out at some point if you want to. But for us, we have to opt in, which means that the fucking like the the bulwark to get around that is insane. So that's why we have very little organ donors per capita compared to a place like Germany, which is an automatic opted in situation and you just have to uh if you really don't want to do it you got to go in fill out the form or whatever to not be an organ donor here it's the exact opposite so that's why that's why they have a that a much better fucking system as far as that goes but yeah so you mike you mentioned the the green barrel isn't it i'm looking now it's, there's only like one place in Colorado, right, where you get to do it. See, this is what I want. Just throw my carcass like on the side yeah. of the mountain or whatever. That's oh, that's mountain awesome. carcass. Yes, but oh, we're doing carcass. this. Yeah, <laughs> uh, like into the shroud thing. So, have you ever seen the the walruses that like they can't see and they're up too high and they like come falling down yeah. like the rich the Richard Attenborough shit? It is yep. the most uh, depressing thing I've ever seen in my life. Yep, but it is. do that, do that with. Literally do that with my body. When the <laughs> nothing wrong. When the walruses are going down, throw my body amongst the walruses. That'd be sweet. That do some smile of his. <laughs> do something funny. Shoot me out of a cannon into like a, one of those big life-size, you know, dart boards or. Uh, Dude, whatever. yes, yes. A- a- attach, <laughs> attach me to a target and fucking fire away. Go to have town. A, have Thank a fucking laugh. If you want to shoot, have a laugh. yeah. If you want to kill somebody, shoot a body. Just shoot my fucking dead. Just tack me up to a fucking cross and go to town. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. 
Okay. Why well, not? We do- Why not? It's very clear. What's the, what's the difference? I'm hey, I'm, it's I'm puppy chow. Uh, you're, you're puppy chow. I'm not chow. arguing that with you. Not arguing with that with you. Uh, by the way, the, the uh, murder, basically, of Hang Sum Yong Or was actually a possible revenge by the Khmer Rouge for people who were involved with it. So he was shot to death in a parking garage oh, in New York Oh, City. you mean, oh, the people who were involved? You mean the CIA? Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> All right, let me finish Mr. Pink's email. We're up, almost up against it. I watched a guy get fired yesterday. Oh, shit. Wow. That's oh, that sobering. Sucks. Yeah. Uh, apart well, we've from all been a- fired, right? So <laughs> we've yeah. been there. I mostly just kind of walked out and quit or been fired because I left. But yeah, okay. Never yeah, like you can't you can't fire f- me because I quit. Yeah. <laughs> never been fired in a sad way. No, okay, wait, that's not, actually it's not true. I was fired from my teaching job at the Frankel Jewish Academy in 2014, where I got escorted out by the security guard who I used to bullshit with and laugh with every day. With a box in my hand. So that was the one time where they they got me, and I was like, oh, man, this is kind of sad. I get this now. Uh, apart from being a little sad that he could have avoided termination by just doing his job, his job wasn't hard. He just did nothing. I didn't think uh, much about the incident. That was until I got home from my shift and started to reflect on my work history. I've been laid off and let go before. They were totally understandable events, but I've never been fired from a job. Wow. I was wondering if any of you guys have been fired from a job. Was a shit job anyway, so it didn't matter? Or have any of you had a gut punch that ended something you really enjoyed and thought you were doing good at? That's all I got, Mr. Pink. Well, I just gave you the example of the Franklin Jewish Academy. I knew it was coming. It was coming. And then when it did come, it still was a gut punch. <laughs> Very sad. But at least I had a bunch of opioids to go home to, and I had a great summer. I did so many opioids that summer. But that, you understood yeah, I really it. Killed the pain. So you you understood it. You you knew you were like, nah, all yeah, right, it's, this yeah. is reasonable. Right, this I should. I knew it's like three months prior it's to that. Fair. I knew that it it's was fair. possibly on the chopping block. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've I've been fired from jobs that I hated um, a couple of times, but they were they were always couched in like layoff terms. Hmm. So it was always like, oh, you're being laid off because we lost our big client. It's, like, it's not oh, your shit. house. It's my but house. You, but you know you're not coming back, so it feels like being fired. Uh, I, I straight up got fired. I worked at a Farmer Jack as a bagger and got fired <laughs> for uh, destruction of property because my boner punk friends and I would just destroy carts, like the shopping carts. Oh! Yeah, the jack- <laughs> yeah man. There I was got- jack- you never heard of the of jack knifing a shopping cart? Sure. Oh, I worked at, for yeah. sure. I worked at Food Town, man. Yeah, yeah baby. I know the we deal. would jack. We would jackknife shopping carts. We were stealing meatball subs and eating them in the bottle room. Um, and then I got fired from that one. So what did I do? What did my 15 year old ass do? I went to the other farmer jack in the neighboring community, started working there. And then a week or two later, I got called into the office and they're like, did you work at the Riverview Farmer Jack? And I was like, yeah. Man. <laughs> like, you're you're fucking fired again, you idiot. Like, what are you Great doing? Great job. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can't do that. What are you talking about? Come on. Great job. I actually I got know. fired from Food Town, too. So nice. I was Jack really sad about getting cart? fired from Food Town. Not for jackknifing carts. It was, uh, I acted, I would do this thing where I'd act like I was gay. And there was this manager <laughs> at Food Town who was oh, so boy. homophobic. That he was looking for any excuse to fire me. So when I made one screw up, he fired my ass. Todd. I'll never forget you, Todd. I used to act like I was just like flamingly gay, and he really got uncomfortable. It was fucking hilarious. In fact, I can't believe I forgot about that. That's a legendary moment. I'm very proud of that now. 
You know what? Uh, let, let me let me throw this in real quick because I know we got like one minute left. Uh, no, it's keep how, no. How, hey, let's keep it rolling. Sushi. How, how, fun, how, how funny? How how funny? How funny it is that uh, you were being totally. You were acting totally homophobic and being fucking t- like you know, '90s kid, terrible. And this guy was upset that you were. It's fucking hilarious because the difference would be now. They'd be upset that you were acting, uh, you were, you were acting gay. They and they would be upset mm-hmm. about the fact that uh, that is a line you don't cross. But Great this job. guy, this guy was mad that you were acting gay because he was so fucking homophobic. Yeah. He actually wanted to fucking punish you. That is Get just a job, sir. Jesus fucking Christ! What? That's fun. That's uh, quite yeah. a coincidence. There. 90s, man. Again, it's the most homophobic and homoerotic decade that I've ever lived through. Definitely. Uh, okay. Well, uh, I got to go play softball soon anyway, Scott. So, I mean, you've done a great job here. You've been a really good boy. We appreciate your uh, <laughs> oh, appreciate your extension of this. We got 45 minutes out of this. That's more than we could have expected for. So, that's I'm very happy about that. You got a, You got something to honor. Let's keep it at that. Uh, we won't do a song, though, because this doesn't feel like a full episode to me. So this will be like a, a special email segment edition of the Is It Safe Pod Show. Maybe this will be a new thing we'll do. We'll do bonus episodes. We just talk about emails only. That could be interesting. I don't know. What do you guys think? I don't know. Who cares? Deal go with it bed. later. Oh, okay, go to bed. Uh, we stand together. So that's all I know. Is that that shirt I got you? The hot water shirt? <laughs> I forgot about yep. that. Holy shit. What, does that seem like lame now? Does that like is that like a lame? Well, it shirt seems or? like it seems like it's way too many letters. It should just it should just <laughs> say no division. It should say no division because yes! it's the same fucking thing. Yeah. Right? It's of way course. too it's way too many fucking words. Yeah, it says we stand obviously together. together we stand. No division. Well, who gives a fuck? No it division. It's too wordy. It's good a too text, wordy though. shirt. That's good text. It's a typewriter text. I like that. That is the type American typewriter text to be specific. Well, that's that's their thing, you know. Like, uh, yeah, that the classic old hot water uh, merch is perfect. All right. Well, hey guys, thanks for checking in on our brief show. Forty-five minutes of the Is It Safe talk show is better than nothing. Is It Safe Pod at gmail.com. Email us. We'll be back next week at our usual time. Full episode. We'll give you guys even a little extra because we owe it to you. Thank you so much. Bye bye.